From the studios of Advancing Vibrant Communities in Modesto, California, this is Lighthouse Live Radio on the Lighthouse Live International Podcasting Network. Welcome to Lighthouse Live, the radio voice of advancing vibrant communities. Our mission is to motivate believers to move out from the four walls of the church to personally serve the needs of their neighborhoods. Get ready for a no-holds-barred, honest look at the Christian lifestyle the way Christ commanded it to be. All that and more coming right up here on Lighthouse Live. And good evening to you, wherever you may be around the world. Pastor Mike Douglas here. Welcome to Lighthouse Live on the Lighthouse Live International Podcasting Network. Great to have you with us this evening. And tonight, Elaine, is a special time uh, because we're we're in an unprecedented season here where the, the mayor of Modesto, who's with us tonight, Mayor Jim Reidenauer, has issued a week-long call to prayer and uh, never been done uh, here in the Modesto area before. And we know God's going to do amazing things with this. And We'll be talking about the response of the community to that in, in a few minutes. Uh, Mayor Reidenauer is going to read that proclamation in just a couple of minutes. So uh, we look forward to what God has in store for us tonight. Again, Mike Douglas with you, along with our producer and co-host, Elaine Harlan, and, of course, our prayer intercessor, the inimitable Mr. Owl, Al Ramsey, with us as well. Just want to remind you, uh, friends, before we start tonight, 15 years ago, April 19. 1995, Timothy McVeigh drove a rental truck loaded with about 5,000 pounds of ammonium nitrate fertilizer, and he parked it in front of the Alfred P. Murrah Federal Building in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. By 9 a.m., children had been dropped off in the building for daycare, and the federal employees had started their day. About two minutes later, 9.02 a.m., 1995, an explosion from that rental truck ripped apart the face of the Murrah Federal Building and gutted it. 168 people were killed, 19 of them innocent children who had just been dropped off for daycare. And uh, we would like you with us to send our prayers uh, to the families of the survivors, the uh, families of those who uh, perished in that blast, but also with the courageous members of the California Urban Search and Rescue Task Forces who spent days uh, performing technical rescue and body recovery operations at the site. And I was a former uh, assistant chief with the California USAR response at that time, and I saw these guys and gals as they got off the plane returning from Oklahoma. And uh, in their eyes, there was just a sense of the deep stress and heavy impact that that operation um, had upon them. Some of them spent entire shifts 12 or 16 hours just uh, removing one body part from, uh, from the rubble. And uh, so I'd like you to uh, today at some point pause and pray for those bold rescuers, the California Urban Search and Rescue Task Forces, those with FEMA across the nation, because they not only did heroic, heroic efforts in uh, Oklahoma City, but, of course, at the World Trade Center, in 2001, and they've been at pretty much every international disaster since then. So our thanks to those of you who are part of the USAR teams 
here in California and across the nation. Our hats go off to you and our prayers go with you as well. Now let's check in with our friends from Voice of the Martyrs. Hey, what's up? This is Toby Mack with news about some real-life Jesus freaks who cannot publicly proclaim Christ. Today, in countries we can't mention by name, there are hundreds of Christians who worship the Lord in private, but in public, they work for terrorist dictators and communist governments. Their positions of authority allow them to access information they use to warn underground churches about upcoming raids and protect Christians who are already in prison. When these undercover agents for Jesus are caught, they are severely punished. But ironically, that's when they can finally, joyfully, praise God in public. Get a global perspective from the Voice of the Martyrs. Go online to persecution.net. We're back with you live here on Lighthouse Live, and uh, as Pastor Mike said, this is a, a, a day and a week, actually, unprecedented in Modesto's history, and we just want to thank you for listening in wherever you may happen to be, and, and hopefully you will be praying for your city as well as we lift up Modesto, California to you, and we just want to thank our mayor here of Modesto, California, Mayor Jim Reidenauer, for proclaiming this week uh, pray Modesto throughout, and uh, Gaylene Terry is with us tonight, pastor on staff at First Baptist Church in Modesto, California, as well as senior pastor of Sherwood Bible Church, Pastor Ross Bryles. We want to thank him for being here with us. We have the intercessory prayer team for AVC. Uh, Al Ramsey is with us tonight. We also have the prayer team who has been intercessing in prayer for uh, AVC and, and a lot of things in this city as well. Lee Oki and Jan Stambaugh are with us. Of course, ABC's president and CEO of ABC, Pastor Mike Douglas, also pastor of Serving Church Fellowship, and uh, myself, Elaine Harlan, here praying as well tonight. And we just want to thank all of you once again for listening in and praying along with us tonight. We just have so many things to pray for, and so uh, we're just going to get right after it. And we want to thank Gaylene Terry for facilitating us tonight once again in prayer. Gaylene, thank you so much for being with us, sweet sister. It's always a joy for me to be here with you all. Take it away. Um, first, I believe we'd like to start by mentioning a few of the positive things that we have here in our city. Um, certainly, we have problems that we want to pray for. We've actually had a group that just had done research and talking about some of the strengths of our city, a very strong and innovative agricultural industry, a great location. We have a, a wonderful climate. We have music and arts and cultural programs and um, many good opportunities for a city of our size and parks and trees and the feel of a small town, even though our population is, is uh, close to a quarter of a million. So we wanted to start out with some of those positives that we who choose to call the city home uh, are blessed with. And to start our prayer time, I would like to ask Mayor Jim Reidenhauer to read uh, the proclamation that he devised for our city. Thank you, and thank you, Mike. Um, what we have here is a proclamation that I did for the week of prayer, and it reads, Whereas throughout our nation's history, elected leaders, including President George Washington and Abraham Lincoln, Congress, and governors, have called for a day of fasting and prayer to humble, humbly ask God for its forgiveness, blessings, and guidance during the time of difficulties, and 
Whereas the state of California declares in this preamble, we the people of the state of California, grateful to Almighty God for our freedom in order to perpetuate its blessings. Whereas California and the city of Modesto are facing new and prolonged challenges to our city that threatens the livelihood of our citizens and diminished the quality of life for all. And whereas during this week of prayer, we ask the Almighty God favor, blessing, wisdom, and guidance upon our citizens and the leaders of our city's government, faith, community, and business. And whereas we resolve to implore Almighty God to add, enrich, empower the citizens, families, schools, and businesses in our city and in our nation. And therefore, we implore Almighty God through his grace and mercy to renew the vitality of our city's economy, revitalize the quality of our schools, restore safety to our neighborhoods, and reverse the morale defined in our communities. And therefore, I, James Ridenour, Mayor of the City of Modesto, California, do by here proclaim April 19th through April 24th, 2010, to be a week of prayer for Modesto in this community and encourage our citizens to pray for God's blessing in this time of need. Thank you, Mayor. Um, as we've started, we've heard some of the blessings of our city, and yet we also really want to petition Almighty God, like the state constitution says, um, for help in these times we find ourselves living in. We all here um, desire transformation, change in our city. We long to see the kingdom of God come to our city. Uh, we will be praying tonight um, relating in different spheres of influence in a city. And it's interesting how this started. In 1975, Bill Bright, founder of Campus Crusade for Christ, and Lauren Cunningham, founder of Youth with a Mission, uh, YWAM, had lunch together in Colorado. And God simultaneously gave each of these men, these, leady, these leaders, uh, a message to give to the other. And at the same time, uh, Although not on the same location, Francis Schaefer was given a similar message. The message was that if people were to impact any nation or city for Jesus Christ, they would need to affect the seven spheres, or you may hear them referred to as mountains or pillars, of society. And these spheres are business, government, media, arts and entertainment, education, the family, and religion. And that's why um, Mayor Ridenour asked our organization, City Ministry Network, to facilitate the prayer times. And we have um, felt led by the Lord to do so in this way, by encouraging prayer in each of these spheres of influence uh, in our city. So that's how our prayer time will uh, be going tonight. And so we're going to start with the business pillar or mountain. And Lee, would you like to pray for that area? I'd love to. Father, we come before you. You've told us to ask and be specific about our needs. Father, I pray for the business community in Modesto. We have many wonderful businesses, Father, but we have many empty buildings. We pray that business will come to Modesto, that our leaders will know exactly what to do in permits and the type of businesses. We pray that these buildings will be filled, Lord, and that our citizens 
will shop at these businesses. We pray that it will create jobs, many jobs for our people. Father, we thank you and we praise you for what you're doing already, for the little startup businesses that are, are happening. We pray for our leaders in this community. And, oh, Lord, we lift our hands for uh, to receive your blessings in this business community. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Um, we're going to have Elaine pray for sports. Even though a sport is really part of the arts and entertainment, uh, these two prayer clusters um, have already occurred today in our city, uh, the business and the, and the sport prayer clusters, um, with probably about 150 people gathering together. Mm, awesome. Um, they have been awesome. <laughs> it has been um, such a joy. So, Elaine, would you like to, to pray for sport? Be my honor. Thank you, Gaylene. Father, we praise you and thank you that we can be here to lift all of these various things to you. And whatever we do, Lord, we just pray that we can do it as unto you. And we pray that we may run the race, uh, run with the endurance, Lord, uh, that you have given us. And uh, as the example of the Apostle Paul has given us, Lord, uh, many will run the race but only one will rent, win the prize. And so, Father, we pray that in the area of sports, that those who are deeply involved, that those who commit themselves to be mentors, especially to our young people, Lord, that they would be filled with your spirit, filled with a commitment to let your light shine through them, Father, especially the believers who are involved in sports, uh, whatever arena they may happen to be in, Father, that they would be uh, a shining example of the Lord Jesus Christ to our young people, Father. And we thank you for the athletic arena. We thank you for the opportunity to be that example to our young people. And we thank you for the bodies that you have given us to compete, Lord, that it would all bring you glory. And to remember that whatever we do, Lord, to do it to the glory of you and to work to play all to the glory of you, Lord Jesus. And we pray this in your mighty name. Yes, we agree, Lord. Tomorrow our prayer cluster will be about 1145 at Bethany Christian Services at 3048 Hondreif. And this will be faith-based and community-based organizations. And so we'd like to ask uh, Michael to pray for this. You know, as we approach this, uh, friends, no matter where you are in the country, a lot of ministries and nonprofits are up against it right now financially. In, in the economy that we have, uh, it's tough for people to give. And, uh, and churches are, are experiencing, uh, you know, 30% drops in, in, in giving. And, and it's just a tough thing to, to fund um, what's going on. But the neat thing is ministries, nonprofits all over the country in this city are waking up every morning with enthusiasm to go yes. because God has called them to be there. And so uh, we encourage you, no matter where you are in the world listening right now, uh, to pray with us for those ministries and nonprofits in Modesto. But please, as we're praying, pray for the local ministries and nonprofits and churches in your area as well, especially those that you may know by name. Let's lift them up before the Lord and ask his, uh, his blessing upon them. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for the calling that you've given the body of Christ, each member of the body performing its God-ordained role that you, that you have given it. 
to complete the whole, the, the, the little puzzle pieces in the grand mosaic that is uh, your will to be done here on earth as it is in heaven. Lord, we pray for the economy as it affects nonprofits around the country and here in Modesto. Lord, we pray that you would bring the resources to bear, that you would release the resources necessary to provide the funding for the men and women and the boys and girls that just show up because you issued the call and you touched their hearts. We thank you for those who are feeding the hungry. We thank you for those who are clothing those who need clothing. We thank you for those who are reaching out and giving rides to uh, people who need to get to their medical appointments. We thank you for those who are in the parks ministering to those who are homeless. We thank you for those who are going into the gang areas and reaching out and personally getting in touch with gang members to offer them the opportunity to see you and experience the freedom that you can provide from a very dangerous, life-threatening lifestyle. Lord, we thank you for all those who just answer your call. And we pray that you would provide them with encouragement. Would you bring people surrounding them, whether it's family members or friends, lift their arms just as you lifted some of the arms of our wonderful ancient heroes. Yes. Lord, would you lift their arms and give them strength to do what they need to do, not for their glory, but to your glory. And we thank you for the wonderful way here in the Modesto and Stanislaus County area. We thank you for the way the government is so open to working with nonprofits and with ministries. I, I don't know if there's any other place around the country where we see such a wonderful dynamic, uh, where we feel welcomed in the halls of government, where partnership is really the rule of thumb. It's not something we have to fight for. It's given, Lord, and we know that's because you have placed people like Jim Reidenauer in his office and and others throughout our city. Thank you for those people who are responding to you. And even those who are non-believers, Lord, who've opened the door and just mm -hmm. see the value of partnering with volunteers in the nonprofit arena. So, Lord, we pray for more of those doors to be opened. We pray for more of that networking and those partnerships to occur so that our city would be turned upside down for good and that we would begin yes. to see your influence of peace and prosperity in our in our streets, in our neighborhoods, and at all levels, in all of these influential levels of, uh, of our government, Lord. And we thank you for those, again, who answer the call. Would you bless them and encourage them and give them the strength to continue their race? In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. And as Michael mentioned, government, that's the next... Um, sphere of influence we're going to to the government here in Modesto tomorrow we have three different gatherings at 6:45 a.m. at 1030 11th Street and for police and safety at noon at 1325 11th Street and for public safety personnel at 7 p.m. at Harold Baptist Church 2120 Prescott Road Modesto and again uh, as Michael invited you we encourage you to pray for your government officials, for your police, uh, your safety personnel, um, as as we are praying here for our city. And Lee, would you like to pray for our you. government? Father, we lift our government before you. We thank you that we could meet, that we have this week. 
called by our mayor for prayer. And Father, I pray that you'll give wisdom to all of our leaders, that you will give it to our, our supervisors, our county supervisors, our city council. Lord, we pray for them. We pray for the safety of our police officers, Lord, that you will keep give them protection in every way. We pray for public support for these safety officers. Lord, we we continue to pray for our our local government, every aspect of it. Will you provide for them not only safety, all the financial provision that they need, Lord, unity. Will you unify our government leaders, Father? We thank you for all we do that you do for us, and, and we praise you for what you're going to do. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. And on a different um, type of government, we have pastors in the city a gathering tomorrow at noon uh, at the Family Life Pavilion on 12th and Needham Streets. So for spiritual government, Pastor Ross, can you pray? Thank you, Gaylene. I'd be happy to, just as a little sidebar before I pray for the pastors, we have been praying every Wednesday for more than 18 years for our city. <laughs> that is something to rejoice in and to be thankful for. <laughs> And as I, as I pray for our pastors and our congregations, uh, I'm just thankful for what God has provided for us in our city. Amen. Father, we do pause at this juncture to pray for our congregations and for our pastors. Thank you, Father, for those called men and women that you have equipped, that you have called to not only yourself, but to minister within the body of believers with a very specific call and we just want to affirm them and pray your special blessing upon them today thank you for the congregations that they serve that there is one body of believers within this city we thank you for that but we meet in many different congregations different pastors with different giftings and different calls, okay. but they have all been placed there by your spirit, placed in the body, fitly joined together, that the body would be complete and whole. So thank you for that. Lord, in a day in which many pastors are, are becoming discouraged, many leave the ministry every week, every month, every year, and Lord, may... Mm -hmm. As Michael prayed earlier, may there be those that will come around them and lift up their arms whenever they become weary, that they would not take on more of a morning than they can lay down at night, mm -hmm. that they would be able to minister not in their own strength, but in the strength and power and might of our risen Savior. Mm -hmm. And in this uh, Eastertide season that we are in right now, thank you that the story that we tell is the same story that was told by those early disciples that Jesus Christ is alive. The truth that a dead man got up and walked is a truth that still resonates and rings true now 2,000 years later. Thank you, Father, for the truth that pastors proclaim week in and week out. Thank you that they do it not because of monetary remuneration, but because they have been called by God, continue to call men and women into that ministry, continue to affirm, strengthen, and encourage all 
who pastor. When again, we thank you for strong pastors. Continue to strengthen them. We thank you for strong congregations. May they increase for your honor and for your glory. For it is in your strong and mighty name we do pray. Amen. Amen. Um, I am, I'm going to go back to government because the, the Lord keeps putting something on my heart to spray, pray specifically. So before we move on, um, just join me in praying for um, budget issues mm. that are yes. being faced um, everywhere. Mm-hmm. So, Lord, we just, again, ask you for wisdom for leaders as they look um, at making significant budgetary changes, God. I pray, Lord, especially for people that know you, that they would choose humility like you did as our example, Lord. You who bear being, being God, Lord, chose to humble yourself. Lord, I pray that um, we will, as believers in honor, prefer one another, Lord. I pray that um, we would all be willing to do our part, Lord. Uh, It's my prayer, Lord, that for people that don't yet know you, that they would see you in us, that we would be attractive to them, Lord, as, as we move through this difficult time and I've, I've heard twice in the past week from, from two different leaders that here anyway, we're not finished with the difficult times yet, Lord. Mm-hmm. We're, we're expecting things to um, be difficult for a season. Mm-hmm. So, Lord, help us that know you um, apply that scripture, mm-hmm. Lord, of, of being yoked together with you, Lord, that we can shift our weight Onto you, Lord. Um, so that allows us uh, to have that weight become light and easy, Lord, because you help us carry it. Mm-hmm. So we just uh, lift this up to you, God, both um, in our personal lives, for faith-based and, and churches, Lord, and for city and county governments, Lord. We need your help, yes. Lord. We yes. need wisdom from you and making these decisions. Uh, and we haven't prayed for the schools yet, but also for the schools, Lord, mm-hmm. there. Yes. And, um, so we just we ask you for help, Lord. How can we do this, Lord? Show us the way. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Um, so now that I'm, I think I'm going to read a verse of Scripture here. I think it's a good time. I'm reading from Joel. 2, 12 through 13 and 16. Even now, declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart, with fasting and weeping. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and abounding in love, and he relents from sending calamity. Gather the people, consecrate the assembly, bring together the elders, and gather the children. Okay, we're moving on to education. And Elaine, would you like to pray for education? Thank you, Elaine. Lord, we thank you for our education opportunity and for the educational systems. God, we know that it's your desire, Lord, that you would have us seek and desire to have knowledge of you and to seek out that wisdom that you would want us to have, Lord, and to train up our children in that way. And Father, so we we bring to you 
our school systems, our educational systems. Father, we thank you for the opportunity in this land for higher education for our children. And Father, we just pray that in a time and age that we live where sometimes our school systems would seek to have knowledge brought into the systems that would be apart from you, Lord, we pray that you would be brought back into our school systems, that God would be entered back into the school systems. We remember at a time uh, when you were in the school systems where there was prayer in school, and that's, that's not the case anymore, Lord. We just want to lift up before you our teachers, our instructors, God, that you would empower them as they teach our children as they love our children, as they are examples and models for our children today, Lord. We pray for the budgets for the school systems. We lift yes. up uh, all of that yes. uh, that that entails, Lord. We pray that they would be paid well for the jobs that they do, Lord. We have many, <clears throat> many good teachers within oh, our systems, God, and we just ask for their protection yes. in every yes. way, Father, that you would protect them in the schools, that you would protect our children while they are at schools, mm -hmm. Father, that you would just place a double hedge of protections around the school boundaries, Lord, and, and uh, that there would be no evil come to them there, Lord. We thank you once again, Father, for the opportunity to learn. We pray that that opportunity would be available for all of our children, Father. And so empower our teachers, Lord. We pray for a cooperation uh, among all of the people, the parents uh, with the teachers and and uh, Lord, that our children would just be blessed with their education, that they would desire to learn and to go on and to become productive citizens of this society, that they would grow yes. up and desire yes. to serve you, Lord, and to be a part of their community. We thank you for what you're going to do here in Modesto, California, and, and throughout the cities of this great nation and land, Father. And we thank you again for the educational systems, and we look forward to what you're going to do when we pray this. In Jesus' powerful, mighty name, amen. Amen. And for those of you in, in Modesto, we have two prayer clusters regarding education, one at 6.45 a.m. Thursday, April 22nd, and the other the same day at 5 p.m. at the Martin Peterson Event Center, 720 12th Street, Modesto. We, we are all, as believers, so familiar with the scripture, um, 2 Chronicles 7.14. Um, and, and that's one of the scriptures that most of us who, who have a heart for prayer really go to. And that tells us from what we're seeing that um, I'm the problem. If God says, if we as his people pray, then. So uh, we're, we're not hearing on the if and part so well. So we're asking God this week that we would... We would hear him so then um, he can work. And we, we're all so familiar with that powerful passage of Scripture. If, he says, my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then... I were healed from here from heaven and forgive their sin and heal their land. So we're asking you, Lord, uh, 
to show us, show me, Lord, where I'm not hearing you, Lord. Show me, Lord, um, what sin, either on omission or commission, Lord, I have in my life. For we long for you uh, to bring healing to our land here, God. In Jesus' name. Moving on to um, the arts and entertainment. And I am really excited about this this venue. Um, it's been very joyful. Um, this morning I was uh, had the opportunity to be at the sports uh, prayer cluster where we, uh, as part of our prayer time, saw um, a DVD of an NBA player whose father was a pastor. And um, he told his father if he made it into the NBA, that he wasn't going to build him a house, uh, he was going to build him a church. <laughs> and that's just what he did. Um, so he built a church in Ohio, and at, uh, the DVD showed the, uh, the picture of the church and, and people worshiping uh, for his dad was his role model, both as a dad and as a pastor. Uh, and that was just delightful to see. Uh, in the arts and, and enter- entertainment, um, we're kind of breaking that down into one group of artists that will meet uh, Friday at noon at the Chartreuse Muse at 918 10th Street. And um, I've heard they may even be doing a painting together to use their gifting uh, for the Lord during this this uh, prayer time. Whatever it is, we know it's going to be creative. <laughs> Uh, and uh, another one that has just been added is the performing arts. Uh, that will be Friday at 9 a.m. at Juline School of Dance, 144 Woodrow Avenue. And I know they have um, uh, people dancing, uh, doing worship dance. Ross was going to be part of that, wasn't he? <laughs> didn't, didn't you say you were going to be part of that, Ross? I heard that. Don't, don't say I'm that. I'm a visual person. <laughs> <laughs> don't say that. No one will show up. <laughs> no, everybody will show up. Might be a really good turnout. Oh dear! <laughs> oh my! How did that happen? Um, see Ross dance. <laughs> uh, anyway, I'm very excited to to uh, be able to see uh, people gifted in the performing arts, uh, both in in vocal music and dance and drama or or whatever in different ages. Um, I'm. I think that's going to be just an awesome time. One other note on the sport thing that the Lord just brought to my mind. It was precious. Probably about a, I'm, I'm guessing about an 11-year-old uh, young athlete prayed today. Mm. Oh, sweet. Uh, just for, just for oh. the, the kids that are involved in athletics, that they would be good testimonies. Wonderful. And that was, that was exciting. And so I believe, Jan, you're going to pray for us for arts and entertainment. Thank you, Gaylene. Father, you tell us to enter your gates with thanksgiving and to come into your courts with praise. We thank you for this week. We thank you for our mayor who has caused this to happen, Lord. And we praise you for the opportunity to pray without fear, freely, openly, to share our hearts with you. And, Father, just the opportunity to be here at this moment for such a time as this. And, Lord, I want to lift up to you the arts and entertainment. We thank you that after hard days of work that there is fun to await us. Lord, and 
I don't know who decided that uh, Modesto in Stanislaus County was one of the worst places to live in the nation. They printed that in the media. It's such a lie. Even though there are things that are happening here that are that are hard and, and difficult, Lord, there's so much good that overshadows that all. The media never prints that, Lord. But there's dance studios, Lord. There's the Gallo Arts Center. There's theater. And, Father, one thing dear to my heart is the Yes Company, the youth mm-hmm. entertainment company that even though drama has the funding for that has been taken out of the schools, that the county still funds that. And I watch hundreds of young children learn drama and how to laugh and dance and sing and just develop this art within their life, Father, to give them something to do, to keep them busy, to give them joy, and certainly to give us joy. So I lift up to you all those positive things, Lord, and I pray that you would place within our heart a desire to uh, be part of that in whatever way we can, even being making costumes, uh, bringing cookies and punch. There's so many opportunities, Lord, to fill our lives with joy. But, Father, there's also a huge dark influence out there, the movies and and um, just awful things, Father, that are the video games, the violence that also affects our young people and even our older people, Lord, in, in this life. And I pray that, Father, that you would intervene in that. Father, I pray that um, their movies would have poor ratings, Lord, and that others wouldn't even go see it. But, Father, that they would be attracted by a new seed in this industry that would rise up, that would seek your desire, Father, in this life that would present your values like Facing the Giants, that beautiful movie that promoted such hope, such encouragement towards perseverance, Lord. Thank you for what you're doing. Thank you that you are more than able to conquer this, that you can intercede and make it wonderful, Lord. And I just thank you for all that you're doing. And I pray that producers and directors who have other things in their heart, Father, that you would soften it and that you would um, just plant a seed within them, Father, that would give them a desire to change. And so, Lord, we leave all of this in your hands. We trust you with it. We know that you are able to change it and to bless it and to make it beautiful, Father, because you are in the business of the impossible, Lord. And so we look to you for all the answers, and we pray that in the matchless name of Christ. Amen. Amen. Um, one, of, one of our blessings, too, in our city here is um, some uh, wonderful media people that we have, both in the, in the newspaper and um, that do a wonderful job reporting things and putting good news on our front pages <laughs> that we are very thankful for, uh, for that. So, Elaine, would you like to pray for our media? Yes. Lord, um, the word responsibility comes to mind, and uh, as Jan has so wonderfully prayed, uh, what comes to mind is whatever is good, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is worthy to be praised, Lord. Let us think on these things, and we just pray, Lord, that um, responsible people would rise up and report responsible news, that we would also have discernment, Lord, and uh, look at and read and be watchful and waiting and expectant upon you, Lord, and uh, I have to think that you 
are the greatest newscaster of all. Lord, we only happen to have to uh, open your word to get film at 11, Father. And so we just, we thank you that we know the outcome of events, truly. And we just, uh, we want to be watchful and responsible ourselves, Lord, to know the truth. Mm -hmm. And so we thank you for uh, the privilege of living in uh, a country where we can turn on the radio and turn on the the uh, televisions and have all of this media at our fingertips. But Lord, we have a responsibility with all of that as well. And so we thank you for that. And uh, we just need to hold these people in prayer. We applaud once again Hollywood for the great things that many of them are doing. And we just uh, pray that they will continue in those good efforts. And, and we just applaud the great newscasters and, and those who are using it responsibly and may there be more like them, Father. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Jesus. Amen. Uh, most of us around this table um, understand that our town was named after William Ralston, uh, Modesto, because he modestly declined to put his own uh, name on the town that he, mm-hmm. that he had founded. And um, in recent years... Uh, People say we've suffered from a poor image and a, and a poor self-image, but this group that I mentioned at the beginning of our time together um, has talked about, and along with the uh, media that we've talked about, the positive media, say that we have much to be proud. So rather than wallowing in the problems and the poor image we've been given, let's focus on the positive, continuing to work on making our community better, Uh, but never losing sight of all the things that have made and make Modesto a great place to live, work, and play. Uh, And then he says, there's no need to be so modest about Modesto. (laughs) 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 So appropriately modest. (laughs) I thought that was a good good article. Um, So now that takes us up to Saturday, the the last day of our uh, week of prayer. And that is going to be... centered around the family. Thank you. Um, you know, one of the, this is a big issue with me as Mayor Modesto and also as a law enforcement officer, I see so many families that have fallen apart. And I think one of the biggest things that we have, not just in Modesto, but in this country, is that the morality of our country has just really went down. And I would just pray this, as I pray this uh, evening, that uh, we find our families, our husbands, and things. Father, as I come to you this evening, and I pray for our families, you tell us that the father, the husband, is to be the leader of the family. The wives are to to, uh, respect their husbands. Their husbands are to respect the wives as you respect your churches. And our children are supposed to be... Uh, obey their parents. But, Father, as you can see throughout this country, and especially right now in Modesto, I see so much of this, where families are not together. Families are broken families or families that just don't have the time for their children. In my opinion, that's a lot of our thing. I just pray tonight that we can in some way touch the hearts of many, many husbands, many, many wives and families, that they'll bring their children back together. They'll bring them into their house. They'll bring them into them and speak to them, treat them with respect the same way they would want to be retreated. Father, I I just 
This hurts very much because I watch the gangs grow, and they grow because our families are falling apart. Uh, the gangs, they bring them in, they treat them, they give them love until they get them in, and then they're just one of the gangs. Father, I know as growing up and living in a Christian home, I, I saw how you led my parents and uh, to raise the six of us, and uh, I now find myself just wanting more and more for all my children and my grandchildren. But, Father, today I am just praying for this city and all the families we have here. Pull them back together. Bring them back into your homes and show them that you are the way and the truth and the light. And without you, no one will be able to live on a good life without knowing you and being with you, Father. And I just pray this tonight that we just all pray and this week will be all about families and all the different things that we have prayed for today and this evening. It's all together. It's all yours. You're the one to put it here. And we all need to honor you as we continue to do these things. And I just ask these things in your precious and lovely son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. I think we would all agree that the family really is the root uh, of a lot of what we're seeing. Um, do you, any of you have sentence prayers on the family that you would like to, to add to what um, Mayor Ridenour prayed for us? Dear Heavenly Father, we, uh, we know in talking to the gang units, uh, the, the guys and gals who are out there specifically dealing with the gangs, that they have told us time and time again, we can put a bazillion cops out on the street, but unless the heart of the family changes... This problem will not be solved. So, Lord, we pray for the family to be strengthened in Modesto. Yes. Lord, you just put on my heart to pray um, for the very real situation of domestic violence, Lord. Mm -hmm. And I just want to speak out the truth that um, you don't want a woman in an unsafe situation, Lord. And I say woman because we know percentage-wise it's over 90% um, where the, the abusive partner is a male. Um, but not always male. But, Lord, we just pray for these situations, God, that um, that you would give wisdom uh, to help women know they have other options, Lord, that uh, you don't want her to have live a life of violence, Lord, and how that impacts the children. Just being in that environment makes them um, a victim of domestic violence, also even by viewing and hearing the domestic violence uh, going on. So we do pray, Lord, you again are our hope there, that um, these men would um, choose to surrender their lives to you and get healing for their own lives because there's reasons why they act the way they do, Lord. Uh, and, and for the women, we pray um, for your people <laughs> to step out and offer um, places to live, Lord, uh, in these uh, intermediate places where finances is usually a very big deal, Lord, because if the woman leaves, and we know it takes an average of seven times for her to leave uh, and stay away, that finances is a big factor. So uh, I just want to lift up the family justice system that we're talking about here for our city, Lord, that really is um, could be a big part of this, Lord, and we just, um, we just ask you that you would um, allow this to happen here in our city. Father, I'd like to pray also for the families that all the cycles, the unhealthy cycles are broken that are handed down from 
parent to child, generation after mm-hmm. generation. Lord, will you give our parents wisdom and, and especially love and understanding, as Jim said, respect. Mm-hmm. Father, we pray for our families. We pray for the unhealthy cycles that they be broken in Jesus' name. You know, uh, Mayor, before we, we've got a couple minutes uh, left here, and we're going to end with a, a wonderful, wonderful piece by Phillips, Craig, and Dean, one of our favorite uh, groups. But, uh, Mayor, before we, before we leave, I just want to talk to you a little bit about uh, how God purposed this in your heart to call for this, uh, for this week of prayer and what he's been doing inside of you as uh, you, you've experienced your, your first day of this uh, very important week. Well, it really got started a few months ago. We were trying to come up with something, and as I told everybody today, we were going to have another breakfast, and then we decided, no, there's enough breakfast that's going around. (laughs) So we've decided with the city ministry and and, uh, Aileen and the rest of us just decided finally that, you know, the best thing would be let's have a week of prayer. Let's Mm -hmm. see how that will go over in Modesto. And I can tell you right now, for the first day, I've been to both of them, at least for part of the time. And I know we've had over, what, 150 people that's come out in just the two times. So I can imagine what the rest of this week. But, you know, God has been putting on my heart a lot about families. I know that's one of my big things. And a lot about the way our government is being run. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm very, very concerned being in this business, being a government official right now. Uh, for s- almost seven years and to watch what we're going to be going through. And as Lean said, we're not over it, and we've got to pl- pray. We've got to see another two or three years of this, and there's just no way out of it. We're going to see small things happen, but without God, uh, I just think we're, we're, we're on the, you know, going downward instead of upward. Mm-hmm. But the one thing that has helped me in Modesto is I've seen so many good things happen in mm-hmm. the past two years compared to the first five years, <laughs> that I have watched God work. And as, you know, people say, uh, does God really answer prayers? Yes, but he answers them in his own time frame. Yes, he does. And I think that's one of the biggest things that uh, everybody, including me, has to, because we're ready for him to answer it tomorrow, today, or whenever. But, you know, I became mayor of this city, and uh, I'm always told by the people who went to school with me, I'd be the last person in the world they'd ever guess would ever be mayor of a city. But, you know, God put it on my heart. And I think God, I don't think I know God's the reason I'm here. Because mm-hmm. the last thing in the world I ever thought I'd do is run for office. But I always said, God, it's up to you whether I make it or I don't make it here. And it was entirely up to him. I always say one thing, the first thing I'm going to ask God, why? Why? <laughs> Just curious, Jim. Just just real curious, you know. (laughs) I've often thought that, but I'm worried that his answer will be because. (laughs) I was wondering what that answer might be. (laughs) It may be something I don't want, but I mean, you know. You know, Ross, uh, you've been around Modesto uh, not not quite since the ark, but a long time. And and Ross really is is one of God's secret weapons in the city, using his congregation in a powerful way. That's right. To uh, to do His will, influence uh, uh, people, and and to uh, bring about some wonderful things in the city. And, and Ross, I was just thinking as as the mayor was praying, I remember, you know, on, on our Wednesday prayer times, we used to pray for for peace 
in the city council chambers. I mean, I, you know, we have the privilege of being able to pray to open prayer, uh, open the meetings, and uh, uh, there, you know, there's some boundaries there in the case anyone from Burbank or wherever is listening. But um, I, I remember that sometimes we'd, we'd say amen. We'd be praying for you know deliberations, all that. Say amen. And immediately the bloodletting, you know, would would start up uh, start up on on the dais, and we we prayed Ross consistently for that, and God answered, uh, Mr. Mayor, because over over the past couple of years, yeah, you got people on the dais that have differing opin- opinions, and they should have differing opinions. That's the whole point, you know. But <laughs> at, at least from our perspective. You don't hate each other, and 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 there there appears to be peace, and and we're just so thankful that God has answered that. I don't know how you feel about it, and you don't have to comment if you don't want to. But well, I think God has put the right people in there, and I'm not speaking of myself, but I've got a great council. I had a great council, uh, even when the two that just dropped off and uh, turned out. Yeah. But I think I have more Christians on this council than anybody really realizes, and especially today, uh, we get together the second Wednesday of every month at 6.30 in the morning in the chambers with the school electeds and the council, and we have prayer every uh, second Wednesday of every month. And and it started it, and we didn't think it'd go anywhere, but we're amazed how far it goes. But I think that's got a lot to do with it. Yeah, we don't always agree, and that's probably a good thing we don't, because if we all agreed all the time, we'd all be sitting back going, what is going on here? How boring that would be anyway. That would be a boring (laughs) job, wouldn't it? Well, they tell me the meetings are boring anyway, because they only last a little while, but at least we get a lot of, we get, uh, I think all of us think about our citizens. And they're the ones that are really there, and they're the ones that need something to. Amen. Ross uh, Bryles, um, pastor here in town, Sherwood Bible Church. We've got about two minutes left. Anything from from your perspective over many many years of uh, being in Modesto and and uh, being part of the prayer time? Any perspectives on on what God has done through you and the other pastors through that prayer time as, as, as you've walked with him and you've pleaded with him for the city over so many years? Valid question, Michael. I'm not sure I can cover that in a minute and a half or so, but let's take a stab at it. One of the things that we have prayed for for many years is that prayer would be facilitated at all levels. Mm-hmm. That was one of our core issues or core principles about nine years ago when we began our most recent journey of, uh, as a leadership team. And at the time, we thought I thought that prayer was going to be an easy thing to, because of what we saw as successes, that was going to be an easy thing to move beyond what we were doing. We were doing good stuff. But interestingly enough, it's been nine years of of faithful plowing and planting to see this week become a reality. And as you know, Michael, we've made, uh, and Galen also, we made some venue or some ventures into venues of trying to facilitate prayer in the marketplace. And as I stood down there this afternoon, as Mayor Reidner was there also and had probably a good 90 people, there was not room to for people to be seated in there. Every chair was taken. There was probably 15 or 20 people standing and spilling outside. 
And I thought, Gaylene and Michael, uh, that is an answer to prayer. Amen. Yes. So. All right. Wonderful. Well, thank all of you, Mayor Ridenauer, for proclaiming this week. And thank each and every one of you uh, adorning this table tonight in prayer. Gaylene, thank you for facilitating once again. Amen. Pastor Amen. Ross, thank you. Jan, Lee, Al, Pastor Mike, and thank you, dear listeners, wherever you may be, for joining us as well. Well, tonight we're going to end with uh, something special. Uh, this is a, a worship song from the group Phillips, Craig, and Dean, and this is the Revelation song, and you can join us in giving praise to God Almighty as we close tonight on Lighthouse Live. Until next time, may God continue to bless you. Good night.